The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Each business is unique and operated individually of others in the same industry. What they have in common is the potential path to success. Welcome to The Second Stage with your hosts, Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. In today's program, we'll address the obstacles that many businesses find on that path to success and discuss what entrepreneurs and their businesses are doing to stay ahead of the curve. Now, here is Brendan Anderson and Jeffrey Cadlick. Hello, uh, Second Stage World. This is Jeff Cadlick. My partner, Brendan Anderson, is out on assignment, I like to say. Actually, we're trying to close on an investment. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure how many times I've participated in dozens and dozens of deals in my career. And I can count on one hand how many have actually closed exactly when everybody thought they were going to close. It just doesn't seem anybody gets serious about closing a deal until um, the very, very end. Uh, and everybody generally is very well intentioned about getting that done, but, uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, so he got tapped to do that. And I get the great fortune of spending time here with our listeners on the second stage. Um, we got another great show for you today. Uh, it's with a fellow I've gotten to know more recently, a guy named Kenny he goes by Kenny B, but his name is Ken Birmingham, and uh, you know he is your your typical uh, crazy entrepreneur uh, with a ton of passion. And we're going to talk a lot about that. Uh, but the t- episode title is "An Entrepreneur with a Purpose is a Powerful Thing," and it really just talks about. Uh, you know, if you're working with a purpose and, and people in your organization trust the leadership, then they're going to work harder and the customers who trust the company or brand, uh, you know, the loyalty remains high. And a lot of what uh, Kenny B talks about in his show uh, talks a little bit about, uh, you, you know, the uh, – well, we'll talk about that when, when Kenny B gets on the phone. I don't want to steal, uh, steal his thunder. Uh, keeping busy here at Evolution, uh, as I said, we're making an a investment today, and we're hopefully selling uh, another company here on Friday. Uh, and uh, it's it's been a lot of fun, and uh, entrepreneurs are are abound with great ideas and doing a lot of great things. Uh, before we go much further, you know, I always try to read through articles and uh, want to share what I find, and hopefully you'll find value in them uh, if you have a chance to read them. Uh, I am a subscriber to Inc. Magazine. I think the folks over there really get entrepreneurs and work very hard to uh, to uh, uh, connect with entrepreneurs and sh- share stories that are helpful to everyone. And uh, was reading an article in their May 2015 magazine or issue uh, uh, authored by uh, Lee Buchanan. And it talks again about this uh, rate of startup creation has been decreasing for years. Um, And it's it's, the title of the article is The Vanishing, uh, I've torn it up here, of course, um, 
anyway, uh, you'll find it's on page 54. But uh, what it talks about here is, again, it's citing this Kauffman Foundation, which I've uh, talked about for uh, on a number of shows, uh, that the U.S. startup rate has been falling for decades and that between 1978 and 2002, the number of companies less than a year old has declined by nearly 44%. And then the Brookings Institute also using census data established that the number of new businesses is down across the country and that more businesses are dying than are being born. And that really, really hurts job creation too, uh, which has maybe uh, part of the reasons that we've struggled to get out of the the uh, the financial crisis uh, from from years ago, the, the first quarter data you know, from uh, uh, the uh, for GDP, I think was down uh, 0.2% or something along those lines. So we still have a very unsteady recovery. And I'm betting that uh, the lack of new business creation is certainly a, a part of that. Uh, I also wanted to share with you a blog post that we had put uh, had written here, if I can find it in front of me, uh, we had written here uh, recently. And it was titled, it came out May 22nd, and it was titled, uh, Small Business Communication When Sales and Marketing Requires In-Person Contact. And, you know, the, the blog is really about how, you know, things have changed quite a bit, obviously, with the internet and, and online, um, you know, connecting, uh, advertising, that sort of stuff, uh, versus, you know, traditional advertising and whatnot. Uh, but you know what I thought was the important aspect of of the article talked about how people still really value face to face uh, encounters with people and Cisco sponsored a worldwide survey that was conducted by the Economist Intelligence Unit which spoke with more than 850 business leaders to determine if in person contact had an impact on their day to day. Uh, not only did 75% believe in in-person collaboration to be vital in working with colleagues and employees, but 53% strongly agreed that even video chats provided richer, more productive relationships uh, with clients. And then there's another Embassy Suites Hotels uh, business travel survey uh, came up with, with similar results uh, about how vital um, you know, this in-person contact, these face-to-face meetings are, are vital uh, to building that trust that uh, is important in making things, uh, uh, making relationships develop. Uh, before I get too far, I also want to make sure that I remind everyone that each week we want to provide actionable advice and have you continue the dialogue through comments and questions on our blog at evolutioncp.com. We have a Twitter handle. It's the second stage or at the second stage. Excuse me. <laughs> Hashtag um, the, the second stage. Um, and then you can also email us at the second stage at evolutioncp.com. So there's a number of ways to get in touch with us, obviously. But the important thing here is that we're trying to uh, create actual advice for our listeners. And I think that uh, with our guest today, uh, Ken, uh, uh, Kenny B., Kenny Burningham, that you will uh, uh, have a lot to talk about and a lot to add to, to the conversation. Uh, before we cut into our first break, uh, I did want to make sure that we uh, – um, 
shared with you or reminded you to check out the uh, last episode uh, that that I did by myself, actually, with um, uh, the folks from Divestopedia and uh, divestopedia.com. Uh, it's a, a great online resource for people that are trying to, to sell their businesses. And I'm specifically looking at an article right now that you can find on Divestopedia about using reps and warranties insurance in mid-market M&A deals. Uh, a very interesting article from uh, May 13th, 2015. I suggest you all uh, take a look at it. There's been a lot of conversation more recently in the uh, buying and selling of your business that gets Getting uh, this type of uh, rep and warranty insurance is good. And for those of you that don't uh, recall, uh, reps and warranties are an important part of a purchase agreement when selling your business. You're representing that certain facts are true with the exception of things that would appear in schedules at the back of the purchase agreement. And then the warranty part of it is basically saying if, in fact, some of these things I think are true turn out not to be, this is how you are going to be, uh, you know, re, you know, uh, compensated, or I would have to give back uh, some of the purchase price back to you. Um, and sometimes having insurance uh, in a situation where you have an owner that's repping to certain uh, issues is maybe not as active in the business. And, and so getting insurance provides that, that peace of mind that uh, is, is necessary. So with that, we're going to break for uh, our first segment here. And I'm going to come back with my guest, uh, Kenny B., uh, but I always like to thank our sponsor, McGladry. Uh, they are a leading provider of assurance, tax, and consulting services focused on small and mid-sized businesses nationwide with more than 6,700 people in 75 U.S. cities. So when we come back, we'll be with our guest, Kenny B., and appreciate you tuning in to the second stage. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. This is Davis Love III, Ryder Cup captain and Team McGladry member. McGladry is about building relationships. That's the kind of team I want to be a part of, a team that builds deep understanding of each client's vision and unique way of doing business. The same attributes I look for and the partners I choose. It's this understanding that enables you and me to make confident decisions. When you trust the advice you're getting, you know your next move is the right move. This is the power of being understood. This is McGladry. Assurance. Tax. Consulting. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
You are tuned in to The Second Stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to thesecondstage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. Welcome back to the second stage. This is Jeff Cadlick, and my partner Brendan Anderson is uh, out on assignment. I think I disclosed to everybody that we're actually trying to close an investment today, and he's scrambling around why I have the great privilege of talking to our guest, Ken Burningham, otherwise known as Kenny B. How are you, Ken? Doing so great. I appreciate the intro. And yes, you can call me Ken, Kenny B, whatever. Love it. Now, well, folks, you guys are uh, uh, in in, uh, in luck because uh, Ken has not only energy for me, but he's got energy for all of our listeners out there. He's a lot of fun to talk to, and he's got a lot of great advice and great experiences that, that he can share with us. Uh, consummate entrepreneur, as I said, uh, CEO and founder of Business Buff, and also CEO and co-founder of AxiomV.com. And uh, those are—that's not your first rodeo, of course. <laughs> we're, no, we're going to get into your rodeo here, uh, your first rodeo, and all the subsequent ones here in a minute. Um, but what I love about uh, your your story and your uh, your website and everything is how you you always put your family first, and uh, you always talk about Lisa Ann and your four kids. And why don't we just start really there about you know why why has that been so important? You guys are not only husband and wife, but your your business partners. And how how has that worked out for you? Boy, that is a great question. I appreciate the uh, the thoughts on my show and how we go about life. I'm glad it's coming through that. Family is most important to me. Um, the main reason why we put family first is just our personal beliefs. A, we believe families are forever. So everything we do is all about strengthening our family and helping our little ones grow up to become their best selves in the future. They can follow dad and mom and what they're doing, or they can plant their own stake and go after something completely new. But we want them to be their best, and we want to be able to provide for them in a meaningful way, not just monetarily, but also, um, experiences as well as opportunities to, um, you know, just take care of others, learn how to give back more than take. Yeah, that's, that's great. And, you know, that is a pretty common theme of a lot of our guests on the show. And frankly, I think it's kind of the code for entrepreneurs is that, you know, because every entrepreneur got help, uh, from somebody else, uh, that you you have to. It's the code that you have to give back yourself uh, to to right. some other inspiring entrepreneur, and and you talk about that in your your show, and I uh, and which we'll get to. I don't want to jump ahead because there's there's always lots to talk about here. Um, so before we talk about the businessbuff.com, and before we talk about Axiom V. Um, I want you to share a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey, some of which you can hear on www.businessbuff.com for our listeners. But I want to hear about your entrepreneurial journey and then kind of the entrepreneurial bug, so to speak, and how that's shaped who you are today. Yeah, I'll try and keep it brief. But, you know, my first business was in college, and I basically was on a mission for two years with some great people down in Chile became very good friends with a friend of mine named Joe Ack, and 
And when we got back, um, I was scooted on down to St. George, and he taught me how to window wash and start my own business. I've never done it before, but I always had this drive to run my own thing. And so he taught me how to start Mr. Squeegees of Northern Utah. So I went out, hustled up my first accounts, you know, calling on commercial, basically, and got all three um, Wendy's locations in Cache Valley, which produced a very nice, steady, consistent income for a college kid so that I could focus on studies. I was doing pre-dense, pre-med types of classes, and I ran with that. And then during the summers, I went out and worked 100% commission door-to-door selling pest control, and then the next year managing a home security team in California. Unfortunately for me, most of my guys, they were awesome, but they liked to go swimming and beach beach bumming more than they like to be working that summer. So, uh, they eventually became very successful entrepreneurs and started their own home security firm. And they've just recently sold it for, I think around $50 million. So it's a lot of fun to see people that you've ex- had experience with in life become very successful later on. Um, and then, you know, we got into uh, college and graduated and then we were recruited by Cardinal health um, to go out to Arkansas and sell medical distribution, product distribution for them, basically gaining accounts and outside the hospital. Did very well with that. Got recruited to another firm as a medical device rep. Uh, became one of their top reps. Went from zero to hero. Uh, and I just decided, you know what? This is great, but I'm never seeing my family. I am gone all the time, making very good money, but I can apply all this energy that I have into my own thing and make it something even greater and have the lifestyle that I wanted. So I started with Lisa, uh, Trivium Medical Solutions. All my managers thought I was crazy, um, but we just went after it. We found some like, great devices to sell, and it was in the medical spa space, basically hair removal, photofacials, uh, tattoo removal, et cetera, and just kind of blew it up regionally and then went on a national basis and saw tremendous growth my second year. So that's kind of our history. Well, you know, it's interesting because as you were talking about your your story, if I recall from our earlier discussions, the pest, the 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 uh, the hundred percent commission jobs, the summer s- selling you were doing was in Florida, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. My first one was in Florida. Literally got married two weeks later with just the money we had from like people being kind to us at our wedding. That's all we had. Loaded up the Honda Accord and drove across the country. (laughs) Yeah, but then you were in California as well uh, doing some of that that early, you know, internships. And and I find it interesting that you traveled, you know, to go do those things. So you're truly out there on your own, you know, having to pay rent or, or housing of some kind. It's not like you can, you know, you know, crash back at your parents' house or something like that and save money. (laughs) So, so you, you really learn how to be resourceful, which I always think is a key part of, of being an entrepreneur is just dealing with that pressure. And when money's not an option, how are you going to be resourceful? Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh boy. Um, you know, that's a daily grind. I don't care who you are. There's always limitations to what, how much money you have for how many ideas you want to give to the world. And so you always should have that, that mindset that I need to value every single dollar that I have and make sure that it comes back to me. You know, at times I've forgotten that and it's definitely made me learn and relearn how important 
the, the ability to be resourceful and be creative. You know, when I started Trivium, I was used to car allowances, insurance, um, speakers flying in on the corporation's dime, uh, all the samples I needed were theirs, all the brochures, websites, et cetera, right? You got all these resources as a sales rep. And as a rep, you're just kind of like your own little business owner, uh, but you don't see the back end. So when I started Trivium, I really focused on, hey, guess what? There's nobody behind me. I've got to make sure that my reps and I are in line with, hey, it's us. We've got to go out there and provide value so that we see income coming in the form of sales. And then I've got to pay out all the expenses, uh, which included their travel allowance, their meet and greet food, their demo units. You know, It was a significant risk and probably very foolhardy. But my goodness, we just kept that mindset and were creative and just, you know, that five-finger uh, method of cold calling, right? You roll your <laughs> hand up in the fist and knock on the door and get in there. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you went from uh, Cardinal Health where that in and of itself opened a lot of doors for you to where it was sure. just Ken and Lisa Birmingham trying to open doors, which is, you know, uh, that's a little bit of a tougher sell. To which one? The, the, sorry, the phone cut up just well, a little bit. Well, because you went from you went from Cardinal Health, right, uh, which has a mm-hmm. kind of platinum name in the healthcare distribution, healthcare medical sales market, to where it was sure. just you two as entrepreneurs trying to to start your own business, and you really realize whether or not you can sell uh, and ask the business, so to speak, um, because you know it's just you. You and Lisa, and not Cardinal Health oh, yeah. anymore. It's just you. You're you're doing your own thing, which is, which is tough. I mean, you you guys early on you know, the the commission sales, and as you said, you had to learn to ask for the business. And you learned that, and now you're telling me about you know, um, uh, you're covering the expenses when they used to be covered for you. Uh, those are yeah. important lessons to learn as a, as an entrepreneur, and you you were very successful at all of that but you scrapped to learn those lessons. Yeah, those lessons were a lot of fun to learn. Um, You know, we've had our ups and downs, right? So Trivium, we're cranking along, did around a million and a half dollars of like tangible goods sold our second year. And we, you know, probably overextended ourselves. We took on too much risk. We decided to build a million dollar house. We thought it'd be our ticket back home to Utah with a paid off home. And unfortunately, some issues, some risk that I didn't count on uh, being mistreated by people happened, you know, and then we had premature twins and the economy changed. So all these different forces compounded on our family that year. And it was a, it was an amazing learning experience to go through. Let me just put it that way. It was a, it was a crucible of showing that your family's first and foremost, and that you are not your business. You have value to the world besides your business. Your business is just a mechanism through which you can give value to those around you with your services and products. Right, right. And you survived and thrived, which uh, which is you know the attributes of of great entrepreneurs. You learned from that experience, and then now you've moved on to Axiom V. Right, which you founded in That's 2013, right. a couple of years into your 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 business there. Tell us a little bit about Axiom V and how that idea came to you. Well, it's fun. My brother, so I was working corporate for a while, doing medical device sales and marketing because Trivium kind of like affected us dramatically, and so we needed to go back in, get stable, which I think is a 
very good trademark of a great entrepreneur is if you understand that you're not stable, find out how to get stable, get there, and then figure out how to build your business. So we went back in, had an opportunity to leave about four years later, and my brothers had started up a company selling screen protectors online on Amazon and eBay, and we just watched them from like a $50 startup to become this multi-million dollar business, and they asked me to come on and help them build out uh, dealer networks and things that they don't do. Basically, and so we've been running at that the last couple of years. It's really exciting because, you know, I really view a business as a, as a success by how well they retain their clients. And I still have my very first client that I ever closed for them, uh, a Canadian electronic firm that basically helps one of the, na- the world's largest mining companies protect their electronics in these mining conditions. So those are some of the fun things that are going on with Axiom V. Would I wish it was growing faster? Yes. What entrepreneur doesn't? But we're surviving and we're getting to that that next level. And I think we're about ready to just blow up. <laughs> That's great. How is it working with your brothers? Man, I have the best brothers and family in the world. When I talk about family, it's not just my immediate family, but it goes to my extended family. Um, they are just angels, and they are the best men I've ever worked with in my entire life. And that goes for my dad and my brothers. And it's just such a privilege that they've given me this opportunity to test out my ideas, and when they're not working, to change them and to believe in me and just keep on plugging forward. That's the best thing I could say about them is they're just so brilliant. Wow. that's uh, Normally, you don't uh, hear that about family businesses. There's always that infighting, particularly uh, when you got age order and you got people thinking <laughs> that uh, they're, they're great at everything and, and so on and so forth. So that's, that's terrific news. Um, I, I want to mention Business Buff before we take a break, but I don't want to get into Business Buff because I want the listeners to stick around and uh, catch it here in the next segment. But the the next thing that you you started was this uh, Business Buff Entrepreneurs podcast, www.businessbuff.com. And you also have a Twitter handle at GoBuff or GoHome. And, uh, and, and how, did that, how did that start? Uh, and, and kind of germinate in your mind and, and, and then you've used all your wonderful energy to kind of get it up and going. Well, it's, you know, your listeners need to know that it's not just me. I've um, brought on my sweetheart wife uh, to help me with podcasting, and it has been a tremendous labor of love. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. But um, we absolutely love it, and the reason why we do it, Lisa and I, is because a, we want to give back. You know, if your mindset's ever stuck in the, in the mud where you're feeling that life just stinks, nothing good's happening to you, if you just start giving back, good things are going to happen to you. Heavenly Father's going to bless you. And I just feel that's our primary reason to do it is to give back and raise up hopes of our, our Heavenly Father's children in this world. So the primary purpose is to build awareness that, hey, guess what? You're listening at home. If you're stuck in a cubicle and you hate your life, you can change. You can make a decision today and start to activate on it, you know, and get buff and then give back in the future. That's our whole purpose. Well, I think that that is, uh, that is awesome. And uh, we're going to take a quick break here on the second stage. When we come back, uh, we're going to dig into uh, Kenny B's unique format uh, on the businessbuff.com. Thanks for tuning in to the second stage. 
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. This is Davis Love III, Ryder Cup captain and Team McGladry member. McGladry is about building relationships. That's the kind of team I want to be a part of. A team that builds deep understanding of each client's vision and unique way of doing business. The same attributes I look for and the partners I choose. It's this understanding that enables you and me to make confident decisions. When you trust the advice you're getting, you know your next move is the right move. This is the power of being understood. This is McGladry. Assurance. Tax. Consulting. Are you an entrepreneur that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways? Listen for Be More, Achieve More, inspiration for the entrepreneurial mind. With host Chris Cooper, you'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. These people are making a difference and will help give you the motivation and insight to achieve more. Be More, Achieve More can be heard live Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to The Second Stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to thesecondstage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. Welcome back to the show, The Second Stage. This is our show, but it is a forum, so we're looking for input from you so that we can benefit from everyone's experience. Uh, my partner, Brendan Anderson, is uh, trying to close an investment for us today, so I have the great pleasure of continuing to talk to our guest, Ken Burningham, host of Business Buff Entrepreneurs Podcast, www.businessbuff.com. He is also the CEO and co-founder of AxiomV.com, and you can follow uh, his business buff on uh, Twitter at GoBuff or GoHome. Uh, Kenny, uh, we finished the last segment, you know, ta- uh, kind of introducing the businessbuff.com uh, and kind of what its mission is, is really giving back uh, to the community, um, which is an important part of being a great entrepreneur. Um before we talk about the structure of the show, though, I just wanted to, what do you, what do, what have you gotten out of doing the show? What, what has been the most important thing uh, for, for you and Lisa in, in putting the show on? Oh, that's a great question. <clears throat> you know, it's really the opportunity to connect with the best and brightest minds, right? And that's our platform is to bring the best and brightest minds of the world and help teach others how to get success in their life. So the ability to kind of rub shoulders and meet people such as yourself, Jeffrey, uh, just love it. I love interacting. Um, when I think about what I'm best at, you know, what is my core competency that I've been blessed with? It is that ability to interact with people that I may not know and quickly develop a relationship of trust and friendship with them so that we can all become better in this world. And so, I guess that's the main thing that I get from it is I'm just making friends every time I'm on a podcast and I dig that. 
Well, so let me ask you, how many people have you uh, already interviewed on, on your show? I believe we're up around, let me see, we're right around 83 this week that we've wow. already recorded. We've released 55 as of today. So we do wow. it five That's days awesome. a week, Monday through Friday. And barring any technical issues, we're consistently one episode a day getting out there. Well, uh, just so folks know, if you go to www.businessbuff.com, there is a uh, segment on there where it just talks about episodes, and you can just kind of click through. Use uh, uh, a short bio, and there's a couple snippets of, of what was talked about during the show. But each one of the shows are anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Unfortunately for Elise, I'm very long-winded, and I love to get like, <laughs> deep nuggets out of the conversations because – and me as an entrepreneur, I don't want fluff. You know, I don't. I want, I want substance. You know, I want to learn from the best and brightest. And I want to come back to my businesses and apply that concept immediately. I want to take coaching and apply it. And so we get deep. And it's also very motivational. And, and one of my favorite parts about it is that we do this segment called Buff Giving, where we highlight the guest's favorite nonprofit or charity and give them an opportunity to get, be a platform for that charity and what good they bring to the world. And we also do a fundraiser through Axiom V where, you know, if they, if people get excited about it and want to buy a screen protector, well, we'll donate 50% of the, that purchase to that um, organization. That's great. So your show is, is very unique format and I love the, the way it's structured. It's, it's much more focused and structure than our format. And I found it just much more uh, uh, directed and easy to have that conversation where it's not fluff. You're, you're very focused and you're drawing out the nuggets that you want your audience to hear. And you, you make the statement on your show about, you know, how people launch, persevered, found success and, and are giving back. So I want to walk yeah. through uh, your show format uh, because I think it's fantastic, and this is a great way for people to uh, – and what's even better is you give a chance for people to connect with your guests directly uh, if they oh, yeah. are inspired in some way, shape, or form. So so let's start with the first segment, the Buff Runway, and what is that all about? <laughs> That's a great question, right? So it's all about when you start a business – how do you give yourself enough time, if you imagine yourself as a pilot, pilot of an airplane, okay, which is your business, how do you give yourself enough time so when you get to the end of that runway, you can take off and start soaring, right, so that you don't have to go back into corporate or you don't have to go back into whatever rut you were at. So it's all about what did you do, business buff guest, to prepare yourself so that you had the longest runway possible. And we've had it from, hey, it happened instantaneously with like Mike Michalowicz where he got fired because he left a funny voicemail at, when he was drunk, right, to his boss. Like, heck with you, you don't know what uh -oh. you're doing. And he was drunk, right? And then so the next yeah. day he started his business. His runway was like literally a foot. Then you got people like Alexander Levitt who took four or five years, I can't remember the exact amount of time, but to prepare herself to be coached within the corporate confines and, the, and uh, the stability of being corporate before she stepped foot into her entrepreneurial endeavor. So you got this whole range. And the main thing that I want to 
tell the listeners of Buff Nation and your listeners of Second Stage is that no matter what it is, make it your own and own it and be committed. That's the biggest lesson that you could learn from the Buff Runway is be committed to whatever you set forth to do. Now, granted, uh, Rich Christiansen, who I just love from the zigzag principle, he says set up guardrails, okay, so that as you're going along in this entrepreneurial endeavor, set up some goals. And if you're not at your goals, then you need to either reevaluate or, or move on to the next idea so that you're not wasting years of your valuable life on this planet doing something that's not really meant for you. So I, I firmly believe in that. We've got goals set up for everything that we're doing right now, and we're crushing it. You know, we're going after our goals, and we're hitting them. And that's the main thing. I don't care if you're a, a $10 a month business. Whatever your goal is, know it, go after it, achieve it, and keep on that path so that when you get down six months later and you can review on it and say, yes, I'm in my guardrails, I can continue forward, and here's the next phase of my guardrail to keep me safe. Hmm. That's I, I'm glad you brought that up because in each one of these segments, I'm going to ask for the, the best theme or the, the most consistent theme, but committed and having guardrails, I think, is, is what I got out of the runway, which make a ton of sense to me. Uh, yeah. So then the next segment that you've got is the buff moment. And I actually, I think the buff <laughs> moment's great because everybody has the buff moment. So tell everybody what the buff moment's about. Yeah, th- this is a fun one, right? I mean, it's like we're talking about all your success and then granted life comes along, smacks you right in the nose. You're bleeding, you're crying, you're whimpering. You want to call mom and you know, you got to figure out, I got to buff up and get through this. And so we ask them, what are the applicable steps that you take to move forward? And so it's just so great. Everybody's got one. I don't care who you are. You're human. You're going to get injured. You're going to make mistakes. And some of them are going to be great or small. Some of them are going to be very easily to overcome. But everybody has these. Um, Dara Brunstein, she runs this little, I can't remember the name of her company off the top of my head, but it's a payment processor, right? And one day she received a call from their largest client and they dropped them overnight. And so they couldn't run their (laughs) business. And so she told me she remembers just crying on the floor. And she had to pop up and keep on moving forward. And they did. And they changed. And they got stronger. And they're still in business. So no matter what obstacles come down your pipe, right, you got to figure out, am I going to buff up or am I going to whimper and whine and go away? So I just prefer that people buff up and keep on going. And is that really kind of the where you came got the name is because, and again, I'm asking, uh, is it the, the buff moment? Like you say, is that moment where you decide, are you going to stick, stick this out and get buff? Is that where it comes from? That's a really good question. I remember, you know, basically thinking back on the the genesis of business buff entrepreneurs is January of this year. And, um, I'd never listened to a podcast before. I'm a huge talk radio fan. Love being educated, love audible books. In fact, I bought one, Dave Ramsey's Entree Leadership, highly recommended. Um, listened to it, applied it to my business. Um, and then all of a sudden, this thing popped up. It was called Self Made by uh, Jason Bax. And I was like, what's a podcast? So I clicked on it, listened to it, fell in love with it. Some of his guests were like, hey, find that one weird thing that you're good at in the world that makes you weird and do that. And I was like, hey, I know how to talk to people. I know how to become friends. 
And so that's what we did. And so as we were exploring the ideas of how to kind of um, establish this, I'm a huge believer in being strong, Um, a huge believer in doing what you're doing to the full extent. Don't be wishy-washy. I I just don't – whenever I've been successful in life, it's when I've been focused on being something and being the best at it. There's always space at the top for the top 10% in the field. I don't care what you're doing. If you're in the top 10% in terms of performance and value and what you give to the client, you're going to be successful. So you should always be striving for that. And we were just rattling off names and what URL could we find. And, um, you know, I got this like pull up bar down in my unfinished basement that I do pull ups on. And, and it just came to us. And I think Lisa even brought it up. It was like, Hey, this is available. Buff business buff. And it just, it just, made sense. And so I just love all the different aspects of it, right? Just being buff. That's why we chose it. Yeah. No, I love it. And that's the, that's the first part of each segment. So it's buff runway, it's buff moment. And then the next one is the buff circuit. This yeah. is a fun segment. <laughs> the buff circuit is a lot of fun. We just ask some funny questions and then we ask what we call the crowd favorite, right? So if you tune in, you'll know what's coming, but not everybody tunes in before the show. So the crowd favorite is, what is the single largest check your company has ever received at one moment, right? And so it's not about profit, it's about that check. And we've heard things from, you know, a couple hundred bucks to $50 million. I think you have the biggest one thus far, this is $50 million or whatever. Um, and so that was so fun to hear. And it's not to brag or boast, it's literally to give hope to those that are at home that may be struggling to know that if you add enough value to this world, those big checks will come to you as well. You can build a business on a dollar at a time. I've seen my brothers do it. Multi-million dollar business. Selling things for like 70 cents, right? It's all about providing value. So that's the exciting part about that moment is getting that answer and, um, you know, everybody's been very, I'd say 99% have been willing to share it, which is remarkable because it's such a personal moment. But let me tell you, Jeff, I distinctly remember my biggest checks in every phase of my life, right? Totally remember. Yeah. So as a sure. rep, my biggest quarterly check was 60 grand. I was like 25. I was out of my mind. This is awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, I yeah. Mean, it was a oh, great yeah. Feeling. I went from being a zero in college, making like 10 bucks every 15 minutes washing windows to, hey, I'm out, I'm crushing it, I'm, I'm working my tail off, I'm never home. But hey, I just got 60 grand in my bank account. Love that. Uh, didn't love the sacrifice on my family, so we changed, you know, moments. And then I got into Trivium, and one of our biggest months, uh, the biggest check we got was around $120,000, you know? And it's just like, you, you just remember those moments because they're so personal and um they are but you know every every segment talk about your experience yeah i mean every segment of your show though is personal i think that's what makes the show really attractive to people is is your your segments are all of them are personal aspects to them and i think that's what makes them so great um, and, and very thoughtful in how you've laid out your show. So you go from buff runway to buff moment to buff circuit, and now you're at buff shoulders. Yeah, so buff shoulders. It's all about admitting that we've stood on the shoulders of business giants or giants in our life, right? People that we look up to, people that 
have made a tremendous impact in our lives. And we ask them to talk about who they are and what applicable things they can remember that they've taught them. And honestly, it's just um, those moments, like John Bates, he was talking about his dad, a Marine Corps, um, I don't know if it was sergeant or colonel, but he was a leader in one of the groups, right? And he said that uh, when they were out in Vietnam and doing patrols in the evening, the guys were so scared that they would have to take a stop every like couple minutes so that the guys could go the, to the restroom because they were so scared. And what that taught him was always worry about your team, you know, and put them first. And I mean, it, it made John crack up a little bit. I'm kind of choked up just thinking about hearing John share that story. And it's just so personal. And yet they're willing to share that with the world to give hope. Right. Right. Well, and you're right. Every entrepreneur does have somebody that they look to for advice, uh, inspiration, whether it's an author, you know, that uh, has written a book that really turned it around for you. We've had a lot of authors on here that have written great books to a family member or to, you know, uh, even even a, a professor or a competitor or something, uh, you know, never know where your inspiration is going to come from. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Oh. Completely agree with that. So, so you go from buff shoulders then to buff nuggets, and buff nuggets is uh, kind of the actionable advice part of your show, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's we're asking in between all of these segments, Jeff. I wanted the audience to know that we're digging deep into different aspects of their business. So if they're a marketing pro, I'm digging deep. How are you doing this? If you're a speaker, I'm asking, how did you get your start? And we're getting applicable steps the entire time. But then we bring it all back and ask for their buff nuggets. If there was, you know, three things that they'd like to share with Buff Nation today, what would they be? And, you know, that, that's where we get those just salient points. Um, it's always near the end of the show. So if you want to just grab the highlight of it, that would be a great spot to go to. Um, and yeah, they've just made tremendous impact on people. I'm sure of it. I've seen the numbers. People are listening and, and getting, um, this guidance for free. That's the other thing I love about it. This is free to everybody. You don't have to pay a dime. We will never put it in a vault like Disney does. We want people to access it and make a difference in their lives. No, that's, that's, that's really good. Um, and I know that I, I'd spent time preparing, uh, for your show because I wanted to hopefully, um, you know, give back or add value as you've been saying, uh, to the listeners, because it's important to me that I, uh, hopefully, uh, can be that buff shoulders person for somebody someday, uh, when they're doing your show and have had some success. So, um, what about that? This is the, the last part is the most unique part. And I think is really, uh, what sets your format apart even more so than everything else, which is the buff giving and explain again, how that uh, came about and what, what people are, are expected to, to, to talk about in that segment. Yeah. So buff giving is really fun. It's probably my favorite part of the show because it just shows that capitalism, you know, being an entrepreneur and learning how to make a profit really is all about this part of the life, right? Buff giving. We're stronger as a nation, as buff nation from our guests that come on and enlighten us with their wisdom, but it's not just about us. You know, uh, Thomas Stanley from the millionaire mind and the millionaire next door There's a great segment in there where the rep 
this guy, he's like this professional sales rep, right? And he dro- he was just horrible in school, had to sell Thomas on, on being a, on getting a passing grade for his class. But the thing that always stuck with me was, me, me, me is dull, dull, dull. So it's not about me. It's not about us. It's about what else can we do to give back and make this world a better place? You know, let's rise above the strife. Let's make a difference in an individual's life. And one of the best ways we can do that is donate our time, talents, or treasure to these nonprofits that are making a difference on the local area. I don't care if it's a tsunami relief. I don't care if it's Katrina. I don't care if it's just helping a kid in Boys and Girls Club. Whatever it is, do something today that's beyond yourself that doesn't benefit you directly. Make somebody's life better. Because at the end of the day, we're going to be judged by that more than how much money we made and how much money was in the bank account. I think that's great. And uh, I had that opportunity and that was important to me. And that's a great incentive to spend the time not only to share your story, which entrepreneurs should do, uh, but also uh, to to give back to to the community and 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 that uh, that you're engaged with. Uh, so anyway, I wanted our listeners to hear that format and understand what it's all about, and encourage them to go to www.buff.com, or excuse me, businessbuff.com. Uh, to to see this collection of you said eighty three people you've posted fifty five you know the fact yeah. of the matter is you've got you're building an incredible network uh, uh, on your show um, I did really quickly want to talk about uh, clamor uh, C L A M M R for our listeners out there what is clamor and why are you excited about it oh my gosh I am so excited about this clamor is like an Instagram or Twitter for audio content, right? So obviously when I met the founders at the uh, NMX event down in Las Vegas in April, I was blown away. I was like, that makes absolute sense. I create audio content. I want people to hear little snippets of it so they can get excited about it. And I just ran my first numbers of what we've done. Okay, so all time, we've been launched since basically beginning of April. All time on my website where we host our files, we've done around 11,000 uh, downloads. Clamor alone has added an additional, above and beyond those, 6,200 listens in the last month and a half. Wow. So, yeah, wow. It, and it makes it shareable. It's a social platform. You can do it on the app. It's an, it's an iOS right now. But there are so many um, methods of giving back with this and also commercializing your business. So right now, obviously, there's an easy instant play with podcasters or content producers um, to help them get their word spread, right? So we've started up a new division called Buff Clamor. You can find it at buffclamor.com where they can sign up and offload all of the actual labor to our team, and we will curate an 18-second portion of your show and tweet it out through your social network to Facebook and Twitter. That's what Clamor does. It allows you to grab 18-second sound bites and then push it out through your social media tools, Facebook and Twitter, so that the universe can see it easily. And then they can click and listen to a full episode right then and there or be directed to a website. So we're going after it pretty heavily. We feel there's a huge need in the real estate industry. There are four hours a day, Jeff, where people cannot consume visual content, okay? They cannot consume it. They're either driving 
working, working out, doing household chores, et cetera. And can you imagine as a business owner being able to tap into those four hours a day and getting your message across or raising the hopes of those that are working in a menial, remedial job and helping them learn skills? That's what I'm so excited about. And so with real estate, we're saying, look, there's going to be an opportunity. You have hundreds of real estate postings. Let's get your idea of your, your great little MLS listing. Let's get it into the hands of your busy executives or whomever it may be that you're working with as they're driving home for an hour, right, in many of these large cities, and let them listen through and hear 18-second sound bites with hashtags of their area that they're interested in. And then when they get home, they can know, hey, I want to call this guy about this one and get, on, get going with it. So that's kind of what we're doing with it. Super excited about it. Love David Silverman and his team at Clamor. They've just been so supportive and um, even let us use their, their logo in our logo, which blew my mind. Imagine going to Twitter right now and saying, hey, can I, can I use your logo in my bus Twitter? <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. It's just not going to happen. Not going to happen. Right. Yeah. So is that the well, anyway. new wave? Yeah. And I think that's I think that's great. I want everybody to understand that Clamor is spelled C L A M M R, so it's buffclamor.com. Uh, but with that, Kenny B, we got to uh, end end our conversation with you. I'm going to continue on with our listeners to finish out the final few minutes of the show. But I want to thank you for being on our show, and I think what you're doing is great. And I encourage everybody to go to www.buffbusinessbuff.com. Thanks for being on the second stage, Kenny B. Thanks, Jeff. Enjoyed it, my man. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Okay, guys. I just wanted to uh, again thank uh, my my guest uh, Ken Burningham for being on the show. Uh, I think what he is doing is outstanding work. I love the fact that his purpose and his mission, were really his and Lisa's, is just giving back, and that uh, good things will happen to you. That if you're feeling down. That's the time to well give back all the time. But if you give it back, it's going to come back to you uh, in spades. What he's doing is so terrific because he is building a repository of advice for entrepreneurs, and that's one of the things that is so critical in. Uh, being successful is getting good advice, valuable advice from people that have been there before you and then um, uh, using that and leveraging that and getting faster through you know the the entrepreneurial early entrepreneurial phases of 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 your business. Um, I love the fact that he uses words uh, constantly about adding value. Uh, this is a true entrepreneur that really understands the value chain. And uh, and certainly done that kind of throughout his career. Also, please note that he started his uh, business buff in early April, and he already has eleven thousand downloads and eighty three interviews. So he's definitely getting after it. And I love when we went through his format of his show. You know, he's recalling names uh, and uh, stories from each one of the people. Uh, that he's had on the show. And so I would encourage you to go to his website, but also reach out to Ken Burningham because he has just awesome repository of information. And I would say that that's the biggest benefit that Brendan and I have in doing the second stage is communicating with really bright people, uh, entrepreneurs, business professionals uh, to help not only you all get better, but 
us to get better because it's a constant uh, battle out there. Uh, once again, I want to thank everybody for tuning into the second stage. I hope you got a lot of value out of it. I know that I did. Uh, and always remember, don't think about what your organization is uh, today, but think about what it could be and have passion for possibilities. Thanks for tuning into the second stage. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Second Stage. Please join Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson again next Monday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And have a successful week. Music.